Hello, and welcome to another episode of Moms That Curse. I'm Ariel. And I'm Isabel. And today we're going to be talking about how siblings can be raised in the same household and be completely different in personality and just everything of who they are, you know? Yes. We will be talking about our personal experience. We both have siblings ourselves, and we were raised in the same household. But, you know, it is say that even though you're raised in the same household, you do get different versions of your parents. Yeah. Like, I guess, you know, that saying that your first kid goes through everything with you. Yeah, it's true. Your first kid, because a lot of times parents, like their financial situation is different. They don't have any experience. Sometimes it's even the first baby that they really had to deal with because their own siblings don't have any kids. So their kid will be like the first kid that they're really around all the time. So it's kind of a learning as you go type of experience. Yeah, but even just as we were growing up, for me anyway, I have... a brother and a sister and well my brother not so much but me and my sister were raised in the same household we all have the same parents but the way my brother is the way my sister is and the way i am literally completely different even since we were little and we're just completely different about the way we we look at life the way that we parent is so different the way that we view the world just our personalities and things that we like no for sure my sister and i we are also very different we're practically night and day we never hanged out with the same friends we didn't think alike in a lot of ways you can ask us about the same experience and we'll probably give you two very different explanations you know i guess in a way i kind of shifted more away to not be like my mom so i'm pretty like not similar to my mom's type of parenting even though i I think my sister is also very different than my mom but in a lot of the other ways she is more like her but i'm completely completely different also too when your mom had you versus when your mom had your sister i mean she was in two different places in life like we were you were saying earlier i think yeah like you know your first kid you go through all the struggles with and you're you know maybe when you have your second kid or most people they're in a better place position financially emotionally etc like you're able to handle more kids you know like for me i mean i only have one kid right but i mean i've heard from people who have multiple kids and they feel more comfortable the second time around because they know how to deal with certain situations because they went through it with their first one and their first one they have like no idea and that's me right now like i'm just i have no idea i'm just navigating through it trying my best i think i'm a good mom and i think i do my best even if it's one <laughs> but i yeah i'm lost i'm just kind of going with the flow yeah and, and being an only child i think also makes it a little easier because your attention is fully on that one child versus when you have a second child and then suddenly the attention has now shifted you know especially like my kids are eight years apart which is a huge gap when i first first had my second child my first we had been through hell and back you know we went through a lot of shit pretty much and so when I had my second my first was very independent did everything on his own and he was great but then when my second was born and he started noticing that you know my baby was getting like all this attention because he's a baby he needs to be fed every three hours he needs to be changed he needs to be bathed you know he doesn't know how to do anything for himself he's a baby my son suddenly started not being able to do everyday stuff he needed help taking a shower he needed help getting dressed he needed help doing really basic stuff that he has been doing by himself since he was like four and i realized that a lot of it is because he wanted that attention that he wasn't getting anymore you know and i know in a way that must have created some sort of guess resentment against his brother 
which I'm sure has passed. But, you know, when they're little, they don't really understand. So I did have to sit down with my oldest and talk to him about it and stuff like that because it was a really huge change. And a lot of people are like, oh, but my kid is happy. He's going to have his siblings. Like, yeah, my son was happy too. But when the reality starts to hit, it's different once the baby comes home. And your two kids... <laughs> They're so different. Yeah. My kids are very, very, very different. <laughs> um, when my oldest was little, he was tough. I'm not going to lie. But I know a lot of it was influenced by my own mother because she spoiled him to death. And so he created a tension between me and my son. I ended up actually moving away from the state um, when I lived in Florida because I needed to remove him from that to be able to teach him, like, you know, right from wrong and all that stuff because he just he wasn't sinking in. Once I did that, within six weeks, he was like a different child. And with my little one, he's just like... Wild. Imagine the wild thornberries. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's like the little kid from the wild thornberries. He's just wild. You know, he's a good kid and he has a good heart, but he is draining and intense, I guess are the words I'm looking for. <laughs> he is very intense. Cute as can be, but whew, you can't take him anywhere. <laughs> yeah. He has like no filter. <laughs> yeah, he's embarrassed us a few times. <laughs> if you uh, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, you'll be able to hear more of his uh, Wild no stories. filter <laughs> common embarrassment. Right now, I mean, they're still young, but how do you think just having you then and having your second? kid now I mean how do you think that has impacted your kids or even yourself well when I had my first like I said we went through a lot my situation was very different I didn't have a good job I really was not making any money there was a time that we were practically on the streets you know we went through a lot of stuff together you know my oldest and I once my second was born Financially, I wasn't perfect, but I had a better job. I was making more money. I'm not able to like spoil my kids, but I can buy my kids things that they want and they need and things like that. When my youngest was little, my oldest, I mean, I couldn't do that. I couldn't buy him the things that he wanted. I couldn't afford it. Christmas was like a horrible thing for me. You know, thanks to my mom, she did help me a lot for a lot of things. But with my youngest, he doesn't worry about none of that stuff. He's spoiled as fuck. You know, and I think that's one of the reasons he is the way he is, because I do spoil him because I do know that's my last child. It's different. You know, with my other one, I didn't know if I was going to have more kids. So it was like different, but we were still very connected because of everything that we went through versus my little one. I just spoil him because like I know once he grows up three years from now, he'll be almost 10. Like I lost a little kid, you know, like now I'm getting like this preteen who I'm sure is going to be an asshole. So it's like I got to enjoy what I can. So I know that that affects them in a way because they're both going to be raised in a different environment, I guess you can say. My daughter doesn't have any siblings. For so what me, about your personal experiences? For me, my parents got divorced when I was around like 15. So my brother is nine years younger than me. My sister's two years younger than me, so I'm the oldest. And to be honest, she and I were raised the same. We were grew up in the same household. Wasn't the best relationship my parents had. And like you said, you can literally tell the same story, but two different versions of the same event. It's kind of like that, literally like night and day, my sister, are, my sister and I are. And like my brother, my parents were fighting a lot. My brother was the youngest. So when we were already going through this 
divorce he was still really little my dad ended up being in a better place emotionally financially more measured yeah healthier for him because it was a really toxic relationship like my parents like they separated they were having problems and then my mom ended up moving to a different state with us and um so we really didn't get to see my dad as much Whereas the opposite for my brother, my brother doesn't get to see my mom as much, but he had all of my dad and he had a very different upbringing than we did. So um, you feel like he got like a different version of your dad? Oh, for sure. For sure. I don't care what anybody says. He's the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a favorite. The, yeah, he um, he definitely is the favorite. I don't care. All my family's listening. It's <laughs> the truth. Everybody knows it. Nobody wants to speak about it. Okay. <laughs> You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. He's in a healthier place. And I'm sure part of it is like makeup for time that he's lost with us. Maybe that also played a part in that too. He's now so involved in my brother's life where he's not. Now he's starting to get more involved. But, but when I was younger, he wasn't. Um, and then when, when I was became an adult... Um, I got kicked out, so there was that restraint there where there was more leniency for my brother or something like that where for me and my sister were kind of, like, different. Yeah, like a more tough type of situation. Like, you got to figure it out, Yeah, you know? Whereas my brother, I guess it's more, like, got to take care of him. I got to yeah. start when they're little and kind of work my way. And he just, he's a boy. He's always wanted a boy, and he got his boy. And not saying that he doesn't obviously love us or care about us that's not what i'm saying at all but it's just different yeah the way my mom treated me the way my mom treated my sister and the way that we perceive things is different too the way that we look at things so i there was a study that came out that the oldest one tends to be more independent or mature the middle one usually doesn't get enough attention and it almost feels like they're skimped by where the youngest usually is the one who gets the most attention and tends to be spoiled. This is not for everyone, of course, but I did read that these are um, similar characteristics for most people, depending on if you're the firstborn or the middle child or the youngest. And I think that is so true for everything. Like, imagine my brother, nine years younger than me. Your kids are nine years apart. Yeah. I mean, they're just coming into school. Like, even the era that they're coming to school, their friends, their teachers, all that stuff plays a role in who they are and just their personalities and what they are going to be, you know, as adults. Yeah, my sister and I, we are not that far apart. We're actually only like a year and a few months apart. We were raised, most of our childhood was not here. It was not with my mom. It was with a aunt. And so when we ended up coming to live with my mom, I think it was a shock for both of us because we didn't really know her. You know, she left when we were babies. So it was, I guess in a way, it was like a traumatizing experience because you kind of got removed from everything that you know into something that you have no idea who these people are and now you're living with them. And so we both kind of dealt with it differently where I was more, I've always been very introverted. And so I feel that when I moved here and, you know, I didn't know this lady, I didn't know her husband, which is, you know, my stepdad. I had no idea who these people were because they left when we were little 
my sister and I, we didn't really look like in each other. Like we didn't take that experience and like, oh, we're going through this together. We understand each other. So we're going to bond. We didn't really talk that much. We didn't express feelings. And so I became more buried into myself where I was like, like I was introverted before I became even more introverted then. My sister, she was the opposite. She became like, she had a lot of friends and you know, I didn't even to this day, I'm not like that. I have very few friends, which I'm happy with because <laughs> I'm very selective with the people who I talk to and hang out with and things like that. And my sister, on the other hand, she tends to be more social. And so I think even though we were both put through the same traumatic experience, we both kind of dealt with it in different ways because we're so different. Even though we both grew up in the same house, we were both in the same country, we both grew up with the same aunt, you know, and everything else we still dealt with two different things. And now, you know, fast forward years later, my sister, just like your brother, <laughs> my sister is the favorite. You know, I'm, I'm always getting the, why can't you be more like your sister? Look how your sister is. Why can't you do that? Why don't you do this like your sister, you know? And it used to affect me at some point and then it stopped because it's like, I'm not my sister. We're totally different and I'm okay with that. But we each have our qualities that make us different and makes us unique, you know? So I stopped listening to like, the background noise. I mean, for me, it wasn't like, why can't you be more like him or anything like that? It was more like just things that they did for him or the way that they spoke to him or treated him was just so different than us where he was, I guess, a little bit more baby where we weren't, I think, you know, for sure. And I think also, too, like in a Hispanic culture, it's like the boys are treated oh very differently. It's so annoying. And even if they say <laughs> we're Hispanics, but we're like Americanized. Latinx. No, no. that It still runs, doesn't matter. In a lot of people who are doing this don't even realize it. Yeah. And the cycle just continues and continues and continues over and over again. Not even just for that, but for personality traits or, you know, because you weren't, let's say your parents, you have a lot of anxiety or something. Your parents didn't teach you how to cope or how to do certain things. Or you grew up in a house where there was a lot of fighting or a lot of, uh, you know, just a lot of chaos going on. Yeah, and they kind of told you to just kind of, you're supposed to suck it up, you know, just suck it up. This is, you know, and I do see in a lot of TikTok videos, like people are like, oh, growing up, you know, white, and then it's like the parents are fighting and the kid is like freaking out. But then it's like when you grow up Latino, it's like your parents are fighting, just like, oh, it's just another day. And it's like this toxic relationships are normalized, you know, and your kids are seeing that and they're experiencing that. And Mental health is a huge thing. And then I feel like personally from, you know, growing up in a different country and things like that, people don't talk about it. People don't talk about, you know, how kids are being raised. And like I said, like what my sister and I went through, it was a traumatic experience. And it was something that I feel we could have used therapy for, you know, and it was more of like, well, this is your life now. So fucking deal with it, you know, like. What the fuck you want me to do? You have a roof on your head. You know, you, I brought you here for a better future, which which I understand. But I feel like maybe family counseling could have been an option, something where we could have all gotten our feelings out and talked. And, you know, and I feel like that would have maybe in a way bonded me and my sister a little bit more where we would be like, OK, we have each other, you know, and not like. Oh, you have you and I have me type of shit. Do you, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> no, I, I definitely I understand what you're saying. I think also, too, it's families or whatever, but also, too, between men and women. Like, they always say, oh, women are, you know, sensitive and they talk. They're more willing to. Whereas a man, if you talk about your feelings, you cry, you do any of those things, you are not a man. 
Yeah. And that's not, that's that couldn't not be okay. further from the truth. Yes, whether you're a man, woman, doesn't matter what you identify as. You are still a person that has feelings. And as long as you're not making the depression or the sadness or whatever it is overcome you and take <laughs> over your life, then I think it's totally ex- okay to express how you're feeling. You should have that one person. Don't be crying every single day, oh you God. know, yeah. staying in bed all the time, not doing anything, not taking care of yourself. If you feel some type of way, whether you're angry, sad, just talk. Like, that's all you have to do. Just talk, try, whether it's your partner, your friend, your mom, your dad, any family members, whatever. You know, just talk, just communicate and be real with yourself because that's a, the hardest thing, too. Like, people don't want to admit, damn, I'm just like my parents or damn I'm yeah. like doing this or whatever I mean I was telling you the other day that I was driving in my car I started crying because I was like oh my god like I'm living my mom's life I'm doing what she did I don't want to do this I, even though I am a total 180 from who my mom is I've somehow ended up with her life and my sister it's just like my mom but has a totally different life you know and I think it's funny because we mirror what we grow up with without even realizing what we're doing you know because it's like engraved in us somehow and so we repeat this cycle and we can't break it until we see where the flaw is like I am a mom of two boys and I always told myself that I would not do what they do in our culture, which is boys don't do shit. Like literally boys don't do laundry. They don't cook. They don't clean. They don't do shit, you know, and it's annoying and it's frustrating because this man go out into the world, find a partner, and then it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you don't do shit, <laughs> you know? So my son, he's 14 and he does his own laundry. He cleans his own room. It's literally the only two responsibilities he has in the house. I know a lot of people are like, ah, oh, but then he has an easy chairs. I don't give a shit, bro. Just keep your room clean and do your own laundry. Too fucking off for me be, be fucking touching your underwear. You know, so he does that shit. My son, my little one, he's six. He knows how to make eggs. He knows how to make a sandwich. He knows how to use a toaster. He knows how to use the microwave because I don't want my kids to be these fucking kids who are like, oh, I'm a boy, so I don't have to do shit. All I have to do is work. Like, no, bro, you got to do more than that. Because if you someday have kids, like you can't have your partner carrying around the load of a child because I am a single mom of two kids was for a really long time. And I'm telling you, that shit is fucking exhausting. I'd rather fucking work. Like I look at Ariel, I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you do this. Because <laughs> I'd rather just fucking work. <laughs> kids are exhausting. They literally just fucking drain your energy. Some days are definitely better than others. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. It is, it is hard only because you're just dealing with like a lot of emotions throughout the day like for example today man not a good day <laughs> i wouldn't say it was a bad day because it wasn't i don't know if it was overstimulation or what she just was so whiny and crying and screaming for everything everything is such a meltdown everything is the end of the world and i mean literally from the moment she wakes up and usually she wakes up very happy very oh my god like i'm ready to start my day <laughs> But today she was not that way. She was like, I'm not in for this day. I better do whatever the hell I want. You better give me whatever the hell I want when I want it. If not, I'm just going to just ruin your your day. 
And she did. She like literally she just every five minutes is a meltdown. It's, it's exhausting. But at the same time, like there are also good things that I feel like definitely overpower those bad days or the days that you are exhausted and you or you have other stuff going on and you have to be a parent too. Like it's kind of frustrating when you're constantly cleaning and doing stuff over and over and over again. You know, you want something different or whatever. But like, look at my sister. She works full time. She has four kids. Six and under. God bless her. <laughs> and she still works a full time job. I don't know how the hell she's functioning, to be honest with you. She still looks good. <laughs> she still, you know, keeps herself together. She gets her nails done. Once in a while, she goes and cares about herself. But she has a hard life. Exhausting. I literally only have one kid. And I'm like, oh. Oh my god Whew. i couldn't even imagine having four it's very intense and they outnumber her <laughs> yeah I, I mean i can't even imagine i have two and what makes mine difficult too is the age gap difference because you know eight years i have like a six-year-old today he didn't have school and i was just like oh my fucking god like i work from home so sometimes he's like when he doesn't have like school or there's like a snow day because you know fucking colorado it's like it's wonderful <laughs> and so he'll be home and i'm like trying to work and he's like mom 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 like and that's all you hear every five minutes is mom 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 and it's like oh my fucking shit just leave me the fuck alone for like five minutes <laughs> so it, it can be draining so i can't even imagine having four she does a lot and she works full time and you know she sends kids to daycare and all that stuff i mean she's majority with the kids regardless they all love her they're all crazy they're all like an extension of her but yet they're all different at the same time yeah and and if, i'm sure if you look at the four of them you get four different kids mm -hmm. like there's no two of them i feel like one of the reasons why a lot of times twins are so alike is because they get everything the same like they get the same version of their parents they get the same financial situation they get the same environment like everything is exactly the same because they both come out at the same time you know like there's no gap difference because i do feel like a lot of the twins that i met there even if they look different they're very alike in a lot of things and they tend to be really tight um, for the most part i kind of agree with you and i kind of don't and the only reason why is because i've met people who are twins and literally the opposite of each other literally the opposite i've met twins who they just want to be one person <laughs> You know, and there's actually even a show about it too. Oh my god! <laughs> Extreme sisters or something like that, or they're like these. I'm specifically talking about these two twins, and they literally want to be everything alike. They always have the same hairstyle, the same clothes on, the same shoes, the same perfume. They sleep with the same man. Oh my god! Okay, they have one boyfriend. They sleep with the same man, <laughs> and they want to get pregnant at the same time by the same person and have the baby the same day. Oh my god, <laughs> that is horrible. That sounds really, really horrible. But I'm saying like there's one. Extreme I mean, I'm to sure that's other. like an extreme case. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand you're one extreme to the other. It's either. You're really, 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 really like that person or you're like just like a total 180, you know, where you have like this, like, I don't know if you saw the show Wednesday, but like her roommate that they're so different type of shit. Yeah, but that's a little different because they're roommates. No, no, but you know what I mean? Like the twins, even though they're like, you know, you have the ones that want to be the same, but then you have the ones that are like night and day, like they're totally different because it's like I... You know, when I was little, they used to dress me like my sister. So now I don't want to be anything like my sister. My mom, every Easter, 
Oh, God. I used to hate this. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. She went out of her way to get us tickets to Parrot Jungle Island for brunch every year. For those of you who do not know what that is, it's like this big zoo type. But with parrots. Yeah. tricks. Like more experience. But it's really nice and it's really big and they host like a lot of like fun activities for kids and families and stuff like that. And their brunch is really good and it's nice and it's overlooking um, the water because it's on like Miami Beach, you know, passing the MacArthur. I'm for old. Those- so when I was little, it wasn't there. It was in Coral Gables. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For those old people. (laughs) But so, yeah. So for those who don't know, um, that's what Parrot Jungle Island is. And my mom used to go every year and they were like, I'm sure the tickets were expensive. But she used to dress us up in these horrible guayabetas. Matching guayabetas. And then when we were getting older, she said we can, we still have to wear the guayabeta dresses, but we can pick whatever color we want. And she always had these bright colors. And every time we used to take pictures for Easter, we look like fucking Easter eggs <laughs> in the fucking that's picture somehow, with the Easter bunny. somehow stuck in the picture. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I hated it. I used to hate it. And she... I hate when she did that. <laughs> a lot of parents do that. They have kids who are like 10 years apart and they're like at the store trying to find like matching shirts and matching pants. And it's like, bro, just let this fucking kids be. Like they don't want to match their sibling. They want to be their own person. It's like, no, but the pictures look so cute because they all match. I could see when they're little, right? <laughs> when they're really little, like my daughter's almost, she's going to be two in a few months. Um, I can see like that age or when they're young, but when they're like 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, like, come on, you got to give me a break here. <laughs> Let it go at some point. I'm serious. I, we all look like Easter eggs. Okay. Each one of us were in a different color, Guayabera, you know, and even for Christmases, it's not like now where, you know, everybody goes and it's like a holiday tradition to wear different pajamas and they take pictures and stuff like that. When I was little, I was taking pictures with Santa at the mall. Oh my God, I fucking hate that. she would always dress us up in the same dresses to go take pictures with Santa. The problem is when we got older, like, I mean, we were like eighth grade, ninth grade already. She still wanted to do it with us. (laughs) And because my brother was like little and I'm like, no. We used to have to beg my dad, like, please don't make her do this. They used to get into arguments because he's like, just let them be. Let them dress however they want. She would be like, no, you don't know. I want my pictures a certain way, blah, blah, blah. And I could see maybe she was like going to the studio or, you know, we all had a dress. you're paying like $500 a picture. Yeah, I could understand. We were like taking pictures with Santa at the mall, you know? I know. I know. I am so lucky. I never... My sister and I, we never really dealt with that. The only issue I had was my sister. She was, like, super preppy growing up. She First, she went through, like, that chonga stage. You know, for those of you who don't know, just Google it. Chongalicious. <laughs> <laughs> just go on YouTube and go, and just put chongalicious and you'll see what a chonga is. But my sister went through that stage and then she went through, like, a really preppy stage. I mean, she was, like, skinny. She had a really nice body. So she wore these, like, super tight dresses versus... Me, who was like a rocker and a goth and like all my clothes was black. And for those who don't know or remember, I used to wear the jinkos. <laughs> for those of you that don't know what that is, you can go ahead and Google that too. But my mom hated it. She 
hated it. And she was always like, why can't you dress like your sister? Look at what your sister wears. And, you know, and that was like my fight with my mom. But I never went through like the, oh, you know, wear the same dresses shit. We never went through that. So I am very, very lucky in that sense. I just think for all the siblings, I think there's a lot of things that go into that. Genetic factors are also a part of that, believe it or not. Not just environmental, but also genetic. And yeah. the way that we also perceive things and their type of friends that they choose or we, you know, our friends that we choose, the type of people or some of the teachers that we have, like non-common environmental things that are different yeah. that also shape us and influence us as we get older. And sometimes that comes with the negative, like... You know, that quote unquote generational curse. Yes. And some of it is like you have to realize, okay, I want to be a better person. What is different? What can I do to move myself? And you got to keep going. There's a lot of trial and error. It's a lot of loneliness. It's a lot of crying. It's a lot of feeling like you're bad. And it's really farther from the truth. At least for someone like me, I overthink everything. You know, sometimes I'm like, damn, I, I could have been different. You know, maybe my parents would have treated me different. And really, it is what it is. And that's what happened. And move on and try to be better than them. Even your friends. If you are the smartest person in that room, then you're hanging out with the wrong people. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to better yourself, you got to hang out with someone better than you. When I used to swim and I used to compete, people used to tell me all the time or my coaches said, you want to get better? Swim with the older kids. You want to learn how to do something? Swim with people who know what they're doing, you know? Or try to go out yourself and try to be with people who you want to be like. Like, even little kids, like my kid, She's like a little parrot. She mimics everything. And yeah. imagine you grow up in a toxic household. You grow up in a, an environment where, um, and doesn't necessarily have to be abusive. It can be toxic without being abusive, right? You don't learn coping skills or you're, you don't learn how to do certain things because that's not what you were taught. Or that's not what you mimicked growing up. That has a lot to do with it. You're always, you know, that's why I try to always think about, okay, my daughter's watching me all the time. She literally copies every single thing that I do. Yeah, she's bossy as fuck. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's an observation. She's coming into her own personality, okay? But, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Um, we do have, like, a family curse in our family, and that is that we don't talk about our feelings. We don't talk about how we feel. We don't talk about what's bothering us. We don't, any of that stuff. You just sweep it under the rug. Pretty much, you know, you get into this huge argument with someone in the family and then it doesn't get talked about. And I think that's a huge problem. I have been doing the same thing for years. I did it with my kids and I finally decided that I need to do something about it and break the curse so my kids can feel like, they shouldn't have to suck in their emotions or not say how they feel. And so we are starting therapy to kind of learn to cope with our emotions because I can't teach my kids how to cope if I myself don't know how to cope because I wasn't taught that. I was taught that if you feel a certain way, you just kind of shrug it under the rug and then, you know, everything would slowly go back to normal. You know, and so that's what I've been doing for years. Either I run away from my problems or I just don't talk about him. My relationship right now, he's more vocal. So that has helped me 
be more vocal because before where I would just shut down, it's like, okay, let's talk about it. You know, what's bothering me? Let's talk about it. What's bothering you? Let's talk about it. You know, where my previous relationships is like, I don't want to talk about it. It's not your fucking problem. Like, you know, so it has helped. And I feel like starting therapy, my kids starting therapy, it's going to help all of us to just kind of learn to cope and it's okay to be mad. It's okay to be sad. It's just learning to deal with those emotions and kind of deal with the waves as they come. Yeah, totally agree with you. It's just uh, a big learning curve and a lot of self-awareness. Yeah, I agree. Because you can't change something that you don't realize is broken. That's true. And I mean, like for even just my siblings, they handle their traumas differently, you know. Whatever they experience, I could have a totally different story and they have a different version of that same event that can shape either positively or negatively in their life. Yeah, and it's important to always understand, like, even though you have more than one kid, and let's say you have one kid and you get pregnant with the second kid, you're not going to get the same kid twice. You can't do what you did with one with the other because it's not going to work. I haven't experienced that yet because I'm not there. But I'm sure it was difficult with me and my siblings, you know? Yeah, and having... the same for my mom. I'm sure she went through a lot with us. Um, I know we were not basic kids. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. If you like our content, like and subscribe. If you thought our topic was interesting, did you agree with us? Do you feel like your brothers or sisters, your siblings, do you feel like you guys are the same? Do you feel like you guys are different? Did you guys get raised in the same household yeah you and your kids are, are they the same are they different where are they different go ahead and share your stories with us on instagram at underscore moms that curse or tiktok moms that curse we will be posting some content about this and you can go ahead and comment on it